0: Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon its sponsors or FXBG Public Radio. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman uh, working the boards Is the ever-loving hill hippie. Ever-loving. Turn your mic on, fool. I hit the wrong one. Ever-loving. <laughs> ever-loving ever-lovin hill hippie. Yeah, so he's working the boards, so it, you know, blame it on him. If it looks funny or it sounds funny, it's all his fault.
1: That's what everyone does. With that in mind, I'd like to throw a shout out there to someone. Uh, you probably aren't listening. Well, but if you are, here's a message for you. Fuck you. I hope you suck every dick that ever comes into existence.
0: No. No. You no, you can't suck mine.
1: Or she, whoever. Yours too. Uh, well, don't drag me into this. Not you, just your penis. It's attached to me. You'll be asleep.
0: I'm never sleeping in the studio again. Never passing out again. I wondered why I woke up and my pants were unbuckled. I'm joking.
1: I can't (laughs) joke. I can't speak for what the spirits in the studio do.
0: Oh, I'll blame it on the spirits. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, so we usually start with our weekends. Um, I'm just going to cover my weekend real quick by saying I was sick as hell. I had to call out of work on Saturday. I had the worst cold and flu thing i don't know i'm still not over it um this morning i still had the you know the whole headache and stuff like that and i didn't even get any beer today but uh i don't know i'm starting to feel better so i kind of want some beer now (laughs) (laughs) after the show i might go get some so yeah that was pretty much my weekend just sitting around laying i had no no energy to do anything other than lay in bed and watch youtube videos and get pissed off at carlos maza but i will get into that later how was your weekend hill hippie
1: uh, <clears throat> I don't know where the hell that hiccup came from. Uh, my weekend was a lot of disappointment, yet fun and relaxation. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it, it rained a lot. So I wasn't able to get outside and do any mushroom hunting or do the yard work I wanted to do. But I did get to play some video games, so... Bonus. Bonus. Uh, I did I did try soccer.
0: S- soccer? Like S- physically or a video game?
1: Uh, uh, physically. Okay. I, I tried kicking a bee on accident and it didn't work out well. You kicked a bee on accident? On accident, barefooted.
0: You do know that that's not part of the game of soccer.
1: I yeah, I get it, but I I punted it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it stung you?
1: Right in the middle toe. Which one? oh, the middle toe. The middle toe.
0: Man, that's got it's like every like every step you take. You've uh, got to kind of feel it like
1: I, as right. soon as it happened, I went and uh, grabbed some tea tree oil, threw it right on the uh, the wound, and within 10 minutes, all nice. the pain was gone.
0: Nice. Me, I would have just suffered.
1: <laughs> it's because you're a man. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck just, that shit. Just, I, got,
1: I got the medicine.
0: I'm going to use it. Or she's too dumb not to whatever have any of whatever that is you mentioned.
1: Tea tree oil?
0: Well, yeah. I don't have anything. I just I'd be like Peter Pan. I'd be like using
1: a bar of soap to get my shadow back on me. You know, it's you know <laughs> that I have no idea. Speaking of Peter, you do realize that that lowers the coefficient of uh, static friction, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: but that's me. You know, uh, I once spilled a candle in my apartment and uh, got like wax all over the the carpet, and it was it was this big thing, and I had no idea how to get it out. And I'm going into work and just, just telling everybody I have no idea how to get this wax out and says, well, what have you been doing? I'll be oxy clean. I was like, you <laughs> moron, just get some wax paper and an iron. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That, that one's a pretty easy one.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I am an idiot. Uh, so, uh, I want to go real quickly into the mailbag. So, um, this is a quick mailbag. Uh, uh, I don't get many emails, but I, uh, I really do appreciate them. Thanks for sending them in. Um, and by the way, I will not give out your contact info or who you are, your name or anything, if, uh, generally. Uh, generally, unless you specifically say it's okay to mention me. Uh, generally, I won't, I won't do it, because I, I can keep a secret, and the U.S. government knows that. So, um, yeah, uh, I got this email. says, Madman, uh, I heard you mention once that you've had an IQ test. Results? Thank you. And yes, I have. I have. And it's uh, 193. Over 81. It's called a systolic IQ test. All right, so uh, I want to, that's just real quick. So feel free to email me at madman at fxbgpr.com, and I'll fuck with you just like I fucked with this fella or girl. I don't, I I really don't know the gender.
1: Is it fluid? (laughs) I don't know.
0: Does it? As, as fluid as gender gets. How about that? Fair enough.
1: <laughs> Does it put the lotion on its skin?
0: I don't know what they do for their skin treatment reg, uh, regimen. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't do anything. What, what do you do for your skin? Put tea, tea tree oil on it?
1: Uh, only if I'm having some sort of, uh, what do they call that, uh, autoimmune response. Huh. Uh, such as, uh, what do you call that? poison ivy or something like that. Otherwise, I, I pop back and forth between coconut oil and uh, hemp seed oil.
0: There's no such thing as a rhetorical question with you, is it? No. Okay. So uh, I want to jump right into this hashtag, uh, Vox Apocalypse. I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, you know, I know we don't have much to worry about because we are podcasters and uh, the, the stuff we put up on YouTube um, is not exactly... Uh, how can I put this?
1: No one listens. Well,
0: nobody views. We don't have that many subscribers, so there's no ads on my YouTube channel. So if you find, search for the madman lowercase. That's three words, the madman and lowercase. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. You're not going to see any ads. You can get to see all of our content, and nobody's going to censor us for a long, long time.
1: Because we are not monetized. Yeah, we're
0: not monetized because we're too small for anyone to give a shit about right now. Pretty much so. Uh, or anyone to give a shit about. You know. Period. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm really more focused on how many subscribers we got in terms of RSS subscriptions. You know, I, I understand more people uh, listen to podcasts. It's easier to listen to podcasts than to watch a YouTube channel. Right. You know, it, that that's more active participation. You know, people who listen to podcasts, uh, thank you, by the way, for we surged like 50% more subscribers over the last month. Thank you for subscribing. Please tell a friend. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. And so, um, uh, that's, that's really what concerns me. Um, and so, this whole uh, Vox adpocalypse, I don't know if you know about it, uh, but Steven Crowder made some jokes about this fellow named Carlos Maza, who works over at Vox. Uh, he's formerly from Media Matters. Now, if you know anything about those places, you know what you're dealing with. I don't. Yeah. Tell us more. Yeah, they're crazy left-wing uh, journal, journal activists, if anything. Um, there's a lot of people out there pretending to be journalists. Except that um, some of us aren't, you know, saying, pretending that, you know, the Shock Monkey Radio is a journalism podcast. Nobody's saying that. We put it in comedy category. Okay. And that's a stretch as it is. So it's um, anyway, Carlos Mazza, he worked over at um, over at Vox. And so he started to whine about to YouTube and initiates a mass flagging campaign um, to for people to be flagging. Uh, steven crowder's videos now i don't know if you uh, watch louder with crowder i do because i think that guy's hilarious some people call his uh humor juvenile and you know if you know our show you know of course we're gonna like that kind of humor (laughs) so it's uh (laughs) i mean i'm just being honest right just being honest it's the best way to be and so um yeah so uh, youtube at first youtube said uh no we're not gonna demonetize him because that's what they are asking him asking them to do they said you should you should demonetize steven crowder uh because he says all these homophobic and um uh uh, what is it racist things because you know called him a latino who when he's actually a latino called him gay when he's actually gay i mean horrible horrible things like that and so um yeah um so at first youtube says no they're not going to give in into this but then the leftist media whined a little bit more and then youtube caves and so not only has stephen crowder been demonetized but lots and lots of other creators are being demonetized as well now and this is the new adpocalypse now um like i said you know we you know we only have 58 subscribers on youtube so it's it's not like uh we're going to be bothered anytime soon by this um but it's a disturbing trend that's, that's been going on lately. It started with Alex Jones. Now, if you remember, you know, Alex Jones, he was pissing people off with his craziness. You know, I don't like Alex Jones. You know I don't like Alex Jones. But, I mean, it, he, I think he should have a right to have a YouTube channel so you know don't subscribe to that YouTube channel and you'll be okay. You know? And that's kind of the point. And then it happened to um, Gavin McInnes. You know? I just recently found out where to find his videos now. And now I have to subscribe for that. Now, thank you, YouTube. You know, Gavin McGinnis can't go on YouTube anymore. Now I can't watch it for free. Dicks. Hmm. You know, I don't mind sitting through your ads, you know, for content I want to see, you know? And so that happened with Gavin McGinnis. And now, um, and and when that happened, I started getting concerned, but now with Crowder, I'm really worried. Um, like I said, not that anything's going to happen to us, you know, but, um, it's not because I make any money on YouTube. This is because uh, it's modern censorship, and I'm not, I'm not down with it. You know, this is modern book burning, if you ask me. Uh, shutting people down because a few people complain uh, is not what YouTube or any social media company should do. All right? uh, no one is forced to watch Crowder's videos or Gavin McInnes' videos or Alex Jones' videos or even my videos. Nobody's forced to it. In fact, you've got to go hunting for my videos because of the way uh, YouTube's algorithm is. All right, now all sorts of YouTubers are getting demonetized, and YouTube is just lining their pockets as a result because they keep that ad revenue. When they demonetize a channel, they keep the ad revenue. It's not like they're taking down you know, the ads, you know. Now, I understand that YouTube is in a unique position due to their partner program. Um, way back when they started this program, uh, they off- they offered to share ad money with creators um, to uh, gain people into uh, uh, onto their platform. And they, they pretty much wiped out the competition, um, but now that they can afford to pay Ralph Macchio, perhaps they can they want to end the program, which I guess is a as a business they have a right to do if they want to end the partner program. Mm-hmm. But instead of just ending it and looking like dicks, you know, um, um, and destroy destroy people who depend on that ad revenue for their livelihood now because people have started businesses and like some of these bigger channels. And stuff like that have like quit their regular jobs so that they can do this f- full time to provide better and better content for us right which i love and so but if they want to take that away but instead of you know instead of uh uh just doing that and it's like sorry we're dicks we're doing it it's all right as a business they could say oh like everybody who complains about a video or something like that oh we just well we got to demonetize you because it's a you know violation of our terms of service and so forth and yeah, I think it's just ridiculous, but, you know, when you're talking about, like, MBC MP- M- money funneled through Bo- Vox, uh, they can complain about the biggest channels, and YouTube can just reluctantly demonetize them. Uh, anyway, anyway, my point is, is that this is not going to stop unless we stop it. Once the totalitarian left is done censoring YouTube, they will be coming for podcasts next. All right? I want you to keep that in mind. All right? The First Amendment is is vitally important to our nation, and social media is now the public square, and their objective is silence is to silence anyone who disagrees with their specific and soci- socialist ideology. Attacking the First Amendment attacks America at its core, and all you people out there, like Carlos Massa, uh, trying to shut people down, shut people up, claiming. Uh, to have hurt feelings and shouting words like racist, Nazi, and patriarchy are fucking traitors to this nation and Thomas Jefferson should shoot you in the head on the White House lawn Ooh. now unfortunately Thomas Jefferson is no longer with us, so how about you just stop doing that and we'll be cool alright live and let live if Steven Crowder offends you, unsubscribe if I offend you, unsubscribe I'm not going to shoot anybody's head. I mean, who, who? you have a working flintlock pistol anywhere? Because if I'm doing it that way, I'm doing it with a flintlock
1: pistol. I know where everyone can be found easily. But I won't give you I'm, access I'm to I'm it. I'm kidding.
0: I don't want to shoot anybody in the head over this bullshit. You know, just, I mean, the freedom of speech is a very important thing. You know, but at the same time, YouTube is a business. and As a business, they have a right to do what they want. Uh, but that being said, we need to be, st- we all need to be considering which new platform to go on to. Right. Always keep that in the back of your head. So I'm thinking Vimeo? 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 Maybe Twitch? I don't know.
1: We'll have to figure it out. On the same subject, I watched a video, either last night or the night before, from one of the channels that I subscribe to. This cat goes by the, the name of ESO. And... He uh, does videos for Fallout, the Elder Scrolls series of games, and a couple of other video games. You know, he quit his job as an architect because right. he's making enough money to do this. And he was talking about uh, the terms of service with uh, YouTube and how they were going to try to make as much family-friendly content as possible to where any time he curses in one of his videos that he gets demonetized. So it's been making him choose what games he plays and what videos he puts out. Right a lot more difficult he's to the point to where it's almost not fun for him anymore he goes i really just kind of not want to do this because if i make a video and i'm in the moment and i'm playing the game and i'm real a curse word comes out mm-hmm. i get demonetized yep but that's when you guys like it most because you're actually seeing who i really am when i'm in these games yeah you know, so it makes it really hard to do especially on top of that when people subscribe to his channel and they you know you give extra money to the to support that uh, content creator, absolutely, they only get 55% of that. Really? Yeah. 45% is kept by YouTube. So if you make a $10 donation to your favorite uh, video creator on YouTube, they're only getting $5.50. That, I think, is complete fucking bullshit. Yeah. I mean, if they want to take 1%, okay, because they're providing the platform. 5% even, but 45%...
0: Yeah, that's a big chunk right there. Yeah. Wow. So, <clears throat> I mean, I guess there's no no real other <clears throat> platforms that are offering a kind of program that YouTube offers mm-hmm. in terms of um, becoming a partner. And I think that that is unique. And if you ha- if your content is generally clean and just, you know... Um, Family-friendly. Or just so nerfed that, uh, you know, even kids can watch it, I get it you know by all means stay on youtube because apparently that's what they're looking for They're look somebody who just puts out cute kitten videos all day long or something i don't know because mm-hmm. um that's apparently all they want on there so we got to be looking for somewhere else i mean we don't make any money on it so it's not like we're gonna be they're like if they come at us and say you're demonetized it's like oh no i guess we'll give back the money we never got from you
1: is that wait we were monetized in the first place <laughs>
0: yeah we were monetized <laughs> So that was just my, my bit, and I'm I got a little mad. I'm I, I, you are you're kind you're kind of traitors, for, playing into the hands of our enemies, with all this racist, Nazi stuff like that. And a lot of these people they have no idea what real evil is. They have no idea. It's like these Antifa people, you know. Antifa. Yeah, anti-fascists. Oh. Yeah, um, the anti Antifa people. They have, It's like they have ne- they have never even seen a fascist that they don't even know that they're doing it. You know, yeah. They don't know what fascism is. That they don't even see it when they're doing doing it themselves. So that's just my little rant about that. So um, I got I got to pay the bills real quick. Pay the bills. All right. So um, yeah. Shock Monkey Radio, is sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. Uh, you can find them at dannyspizzaandsubs.com. dot com. They are located in the Lee's Hill Center at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue here in Fredericksburg. And they have a five-mile delimer- delivery radius from that location. So apologies to our listeners in Duluth. Uh, yeah, you can reach them at 540-898-5008. And they're open from Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And on Fridays and Saturdays, they're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Sundays, they're open from noon to 8. It's always buy one, get one free pizzas at dannyspizzaandsubs.com. So I got a little section here set aside for Hill Hips Garden for let my systolic IQ go down a little bit.
1: All right. Uh, So, as you've been perusing the internet, have you noticed everyone's been talking about how Jupiter is the closest it's been in a long time and it's the closest it's going to be in a long time. Check out the moons. You'll be able to see them with binoculars, right? All right, let's jump. How fucking cool is that shit, man? Be able to see the moons of a planet because it's now... Um, one million kilometers closer than it normally is.
0: That's kind of cool, I guess.
1: Yeah, guess what? Hmm. They're
0: lying. Yeah, I was wondering.
1: It's actually going to be closer on July 14th and 15th than it is now by over 20 million kilometers. <laughs> oh, they're psyching people up for it. <laughs> I guess. I, I just don't get it's, the... it's closer than it's been in a while. <laughs> and the closest it will be for a long while. No, no. Do your research, you stupid ja- uh, jackasses. It's That's not the case. <laughs> It'll be closer in July. Say, like, hey, it's getting close. Get prepared. Now you'll get an idea of, you'll get an even better view come July. Just the... the it's like those uh, people who were writing about the uh, search for extraterrestrial life. Right. And uh, how that one uh, doctor reworked the Fermi's paradox equation and it came to come out with much lower numbers than what everyone thought before and these journalists jumped on top of it. Yep, alien life doesn't exist. No, no, you dumbasses. You're not even you're finding one little bit of thing and just running with it on okay. I right, right, look at that. There's my article. Yeah, that happens a lot in a or, lot.
0: In journalism these days.
1: True journalism, I think, is a, becoming a lost art.
0: It is. It's it this really is. this
1: op-ed shit that's just fucking ruining the internet.
0: Absolutely. And I think social media is like, has ruined a whole bunch of people. You know, It turns people into this outrage culture where it's like that's what they get on social media for is just to dump on shit.
1: And, you know, I get it. They It makes them feel like they have a louder voice than what they normally feel like they do in their normal everyday lives. And
0: they're... From the safety of their home they, you know they can, mm-hmm. it's stuff that you'd never say to someone's face yeah. right and yeah uh, anyway so it, jupiter's getting close huh when's it supposed to be closest july
1: it's going to be the closest in july right now is when it's active it's uh monday today and wednesday so it's a good time to go out and view it if you're get you're happy but out to the country where you're not getting the light pollution from the larger towns and cities take yourself some binoculars you can uh the four moons of uh jupiter are all able to be seen but if you don't see all four of them that could be because one or more of them is in transit either in front of or behind the planet so therefore you won't see them when they're in those two places it's called the whitewash of the light reflecting off of jupiter but you'll get a better view in July. You see how Hill Hippie's talking down to your listeners? Do you, listeners? Do you hear that?
0: Like you don't know what a transit means. <laughs> <laughs> he has a low opinion of your IQ, dear listener.
1: Is that the case?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You, you just explained it as a matter of, in case you don't know, dumbasses, you plebs. <laughs> Let me explain this to you.
1: Okay. No, what I expect is that not everyone is as nerdy as I am so they don't pay attention to this type of stuff.
0: Wait a minute. Are there people out there that doesn't that don't think that space is the coolest shit ever? Yeah. Okay. There's, There's...
1: people out there who think this us trying to explore space is a waste of fucking money. What? I I I love this argument because I work in an industry that has been directly affected by the uh space exploration and these jackasses don't even realize it. The construction industry. Yeah. You know what? The, every construction person uh, has in their tool belt or their tool bags that became uh, came because of us going into space, particularly the uh, the space station. Mm, no. Cordless tools. Oh, right, right, right. Because you don't have power plants up in space. That's right. So they had to develop ways to have that type of power available to them up on the station. Thus, the research into much longer-lasting batteries and that can power that type of uh, equipment. Right. Thank you, space uh, space exploration. Thank you, spaceman. <laughs> Thank you, rocket man. Oh, wait. That's a whole different concept. Yeah, that, didn't that Elton John movie come out this weekend? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. And it did better than Dark Phoenix.
0: <laughs> well, from what I heard about Dark Phoenix, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I am not surprised. Uh,
1: you think it's uh, because of, it was, number one, bad writing, number two, because of uh, the lead actress, or number three, because people were just tired of uh, superhero movies? think f- I think that
0: part of it is people are tired of superhero movies. I also think that part of it is people are tired of uh, an agenda getting shoved down their throat when they're going to a superhero movie or any other kind of movie. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this like Captain Marvel was this, like, SJW kind of thing. There was an SJW kind of girl power moment in uh, Endgame. And then there was... Uh, and now what the what people are complaining about with Dark Phoenix is that, you know, there's a scene where she says something like... Um, uh women are always saving the men around here it should be called x women instead of x men and I am like oh, okay and it's, it's the same thing with the, the the batwoman uh trailer you know where it's it's just it's oh, only women could do it right and shit like that and i'm just you know nobody wants to he- hear all that they just want to see a superhero story you can make a superhero story about a woman and not be uh, uh, shoving some like girl power agenda down your throat. When was the last time I saw that? Oh yeah, Wonder Woman. Thank you, DC.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you, DC. Look forward to the next Shazam type movie. So I mean, I think that's where Marvel has screwed up. Is that they've went in, down that road and and uh, they they need, to, <laughs> they need to they need to get their shit together. I mean, because you know uh, and you don't. Media is the purpose of entertainment is not to change people's thoughts. That's what propagandists do. That's what people in like Hitler's Germany did. They tried to make quote unquote entertaining films that tried to make people think a certain way about certain topics. Mm. You know? Instead, just write a fun superhero movie. Right. Like Shazam. Excellent movie. (coughs) And all it taught you was like how to how to be in a family you know
1: and blow up people's phones I, with, your, I, yeah. with your magic finger
0: yeah, exactly just have have fun and just how to be in a family a a fluid family you know that's what was interesting about shazam is that the family was like a family of orphans you know the, these uh, this couple that adopts kids and you know raises them and, mm-hmm. and i think family friendship in, in many ways is very fluid and i think that's a very positive message to put out there i'm not saying that that's propaganda it's a little bit of a propaganda, but is that like is like only girls could do this right, you know? We got we got to make Cap Marvel OP. After all, you know, you can't have the most the most powerful men, ones are men. You know. I mean Black Widow was fine. Scarlet Witch was eh. but you know, I don't know how long she I mean I like how, Scarlet Witch. I mean as a character she could have been awesome, but I I, I don't know. I think maybe there are some problems with her as an actress and me. They wanted to do more with her, but who knows?
1: What, because they couldn't get Mary-Kate or Ashley? I don't know. (laughs) So they had to go with the other Olsen? I guess so. (laughs) See, I have a different take on why uh, Dark Phoenix is not doing so well. Yeah. Uh, Number one, the major push for this movie was made after the announcement that Marvel was taking over all of these characters with the Disney merger with Fox. All right. So, therefore... Here's this next X-Men movie, which is about to be bullshit because it's all going to uh, be rebooted into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So whoop dee doo fucking doo Who gives a shit? It's, this ch- run yeah. of the Marvel, uh, of the X-Men movies has been kind of lackluster. The last one that was worth a damn was uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah. And the other thing that they didn't do right was they underestimated Elton fucking John. Yeah, we'll go up against that Rocket Man movie. Nobody likes Elton John. You Bullshit, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Elton John's whooping your
0: ass. Well, a co-worker asked me, it's like, are you going to go see Rocket Man? And I was like, um, you know, I like I liked Queen better than Elton John. So um, I would go to the theater to see a Queen movie. Uh, I'm not going to go to the movie theater to see, to see a Elton John movie. I'll eventually see it, and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But uh as long as there's Elton John songs in there, I'll probably enjoy
1: it. Yeah. So, I, mean, <laughs> I can't imagine them making a adjo- uh, movie about Elton John's life and there not be Elton John music. As Could all you of imagine? A sudden, it would be, uh, here's the story of Elton John's life. You get done this, with the soundtrack uh, of David Bowie. No, of Nine, nine Inch Nails or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I got the I got the soundtrack to the Rocket
0: Man movie. It's all Nine Inch Nails songs.
1: And it's the stuff Trent Reznor's done recently. It's horrible. <laughs>
0: Anyway, hey, do you have a little uh, index card over there that says uh, "Flashback Comics" on it? I I do. Okay, well, uh, before we get into the news worth knowing, would you read the information that's on there?
1: Okay, this is not written very well, <clears throat> but Flashbacks Comics is located in Woodbridge, Virginia. It has new comics, back issues, uh, trades, paperbacks, toys, Tr- trade paper trade paperbacks, yeah. toys, and statues. It's located at 3112 P.S. Business Drive, just off Smoketown Road. Their hours are Monday through Saturday, ten AM to six thirty PM and Sunday from eleven AM to five PM. Tell Troy that Lost in the long Box sent you.
0: Well, no, we're not lost in the long box, but
1: you said read the card. Okay. I'll read the card. All right.
0: Yeah, they're another sponsor. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm I'm like an executive producer. I'm like a head honcho here at FXBG Public Radio, so I can put as many ads as I want on my show. All right. Like uh, go buy my books. Look, look for Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's on Amazon.com. I got the Exit 13 books. I got uh, there's three of those, and I got uh, the Ravings of a Madman. I got that one as well, and I got the Bunny Years: Colon a Memoir about a superhero fiction. Go check them out. Anyway, so I'm going to get into this news, the news—the news worth knowing here in the second half of our show. All right. You know, I love this. I love this country so much. Now um do you remember what what we talked about last week when I talked about the Pride month was it last week or That
1: which? was last week. Okay.
0: Uh and I said, you know, you know, I'm over here re- representing my heterosexual identity, you know. I
1: know exactly where you're going.
0: Okay. Um and uh you know, go out there, you know, have enjoy your Pride month and uh you know, watch some Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos videos. Uh
1: you know what happened since then? <laughs> Uh, two guys in Boston are, have put in a request to have a straight pride parade.
0: That's right, and uh, Milo Yiannopoulos has been named the grand marshal of it. Oh, yeah, this is this is so. The, this
1: is actually going down. They got the. Uh, this
0: is going down, man. They got the permission slip. Guess what it is? In August. Okay. That's when I said that it should be pride goes before the fall. Jeez. You remember? Yeah, yeah, you did I say that. I wonder if these guys listen to our show. Email me at madman at fxbgpr.com if you said, damn, that's a good idea. But, you know, considering it was like right after the show. They right did this, after. Yeah.
1: They'd had to have been the, listening they had, live.
0: Yeah, they had to have been listening live or have been playing, more realistically planning this for weeks.
1: And have never heard of Shock Monkey Radio. Yeah. Okay.
0: Who are these guys?
1: Anyway, so... These guys are still in our thunder, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, so the organizer of a Boston Straight Pride Parade, parade and, uh, on Friday announced a controversial right-wing pundit Milo Yiannopoulos, who is openly gay, as a Grand Marshal. John Hugo, president of Super Happy Fun America, which argues that straight people are in a oppressed ma- majority, uh, initially used the likeness of Brad Pitt to promote the parade before the award-winning actor made it clear he wanted to be part of that. <laughs> All right, Brad. All right, whatever, Brad. All right. He ain't putting that target on his back. All right. I really like his movies and his lawyer sent us a letter asking us to take his stuff down, but, you know... You're, you're allowed to do satire, Hugo told the Boston Herald. I love this guy. Yeah, uh, Yiannopoulos was later chosen as the face of the parade. Okay, this is a, yeah, this is a quote from Yiannopoulos. I might technically be a sequined and perfectly coiffed friend of Dorothy's, but I've spent my entire career advocating for the rights of America's most brutally repressed identity, straight people. So I know a thing or two about discrimination. <laughs> it's not a bad, it's not a bad. My of my voice I got. <laughs> Uh, this he, he continues to say. Uh, uh, this parade is a gift to anyone, male or female, black or white, gay and transgender allies too, who will stand with us and celebrate the wonder and the majesty of God's own heterosexuality. He added, uh, "Men, bring your to- your most toxic selves. Uh, you don't have to do that. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, but that's Milo for you. Uh, Women, prepare to burn your briefcases." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was clever. That's Milo. That's
1: clever. <laughs>
0: because oh man. because it's going to be straight, and we're not apologizing for it anymore. We're here, not queer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I love this country so much because of shit like this. Uh, the parade is tentatively scheduled for August 31st, right before the fall. <laughs> but organizers still need to obtain the necessary permit to hold the event.
1: Oh, so they haven't got the permission slip.
0: Yeah, I mean, it takes time to get that stuff. On Thursday, Boston's Democratic Mayor, Marty Walsh, tweeted the group uh, was amending its permit application while saying the event doesn't reflect the city's values. Yeah, so they might, may not even get it. So right. It is Boston. Um, whatever out, outside groups may try to do, our values won't change. I invite every, each and every person to stand with us and show that love will always prevail, Walsh posted. Yiannopoulos has made a series of controversial remarks in recent years, leading for protests against his appearance at college, college campuses and being banned from Facebook and entry into New Zealand. Yeah, so he's one of those targets that, you know, um, you know the left has been after because uh, he doesn't fit their mold. He's like, they think, see, that's the thing with a lot of these leftists. They think that because you're gay, mm-hmm. you should be liberal. Or if you're black, you should be liberal. If you're a woman, you should be liberal. And that is sexist homophobic that's that's what that's what that is yeah you know if you expect if you see somebody who's gay oh they must be liberal that's profiling or is it stereotyping
1: stereotyping yeah, stereotyping
0: yeah. yeah that's what that is you know i've met plenty of conservative gays yeah you know I don't, you know it's it, people are like it's like you hate you hate me because I'm gay it's like no I hate you because you're a liberal idiot you <laughs> know it's like you hate me because I'm black it's like no I hate you because you're a liberal idiot you know people they don't get it they're always focused on race or identity you know or who they are and it's like you know we're not the ones focused on that you're focused on that anyway I just thought that that story is hilarious it makes me love America all the more so. If this happens, would you go
1: to this march? I don't want to go to Boston.
0: I don't like. I don't like. Okay, parades.
1: if it was uh, if it was held one town over, would you go? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Would you march? Yeah.
0: I mean. Okie dokie. Well, I mean, I would think of it as like uh, maybe I'd meet a single girl.
1: <laughs> <That'd> <laughs> and be- there is your toxic masculinity. <laughs> well, that's. I'm just going to be chicks, man. Well, I mean,
0: I don't think there's anything spectacular about my sexuality, just as I don't think there's anything spectacular about anyone's sexuality.
1: You see, that's, I, I don't
0: think that my sexuality deserves a parade any more than a homosexual deserves a parade for their sexuality. See, I wouldn't go because my sexuality is no one's business but my own. I don't know. If, if, if somebody like Milo sent me a check so I can go up to Boston and be in the parade, I would go up there just to meet Milo. Hey,
1: Milo, send him a check.
0: Milo, send me a check. I'll go up there and meet you. He's
1: repressed. He doesn't get out of the house very often. You can he, see how pale I am, right? He always works weekends. Man, help a brother out. I, I could use a couple days away from him anyway. Oh, there's a bunch of people. I know the conservative YouTube
0: creators that are they <laughs> planning to go to this. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'd run into a bunch of people I like up there, I bet.
1: Give me some tips, man. I need some help. Yeah, I just, I'd be happy to meet him. One last thing on this, uh, yeah. On this concept. Yeah it is a straight parade right well it's for anybody right but it's straight pride that's with their pride that's what they're promoting yes then that parade should not make any turns <laughs>
0: they just well we hit a wall yep parade's over yeah
1: <laughs> Disperse. if they make a left turn or a right turn well, dude you just
0: you, you got boots you gotta you gotta tread that fine line
1: yeah. Stick with what you said, man. This is a straight pride parade. As long as you
0: say they don't stop, they don't have to, they can't stop. It'd be all right. So, <laughs> so they're like, oh, we're, it's, we're coming up to a curve in the road. And it's like, well, we stop, right? Yeah, we. we parade's over. Everyone go home. Yep. Pe- people a block away. It's, oh, we, wanted <laughs> <laughs> st- we, <laughs> <laughs> we want to see the straight people. Who would ever say something that stupid? We want to see the straight <laughs> people.
1: Look, honey, they do exist. It's straight people. Well, it's just. Mommy, I thought they were make believe. It's just,
0: yeah, it's just so. It's so ridiculous talking about this shit, I think. And so, I mean, that's why I love the whole straight pride thing, because it's, it's just as ridiculous as any other parade. So, uh.
1: Including the ticker tape.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, um. Let's go on this next story. Uh, Creepy deepfake AI lets you put words into someone else's mouth. Uh, Reacher... Take two. Researchers are showing off a creepy new software that uses machine learning to allow people to add, delete, or change the words coming out of someone's mouth. The work is the latest evidence uh, uh, that our ability to edit uh, what gets said in videos and create so-called deepfakes is becoming easier posing a potential problem for election integrity and the overall battle against online disinformation. Researchers from Stanford University, the Max Planck Institute for Informatics, Princeton University, and Adobe Research published a number of examples showing off the technology. In one, they changed someone's statements from, I love the smell of napalm in the morning, uh, which is a line from Apocalypse Now, okay, mm-hmm. to uh, I love the smell of French toast in the morning. Yeah, so this exists. Uh, in order to produce video fakes, scientists combine several techniques. First, they scan a target video and to isolate the phenoms phenemes. Wow. Phenems, phenems, Phonems. phonemes. P H O N E M E S Whatever that means. Phonemes. Phonemes, I guess. Phonemes? Anyway. Uh the words or the sounds you make spoken by the person. Uh, those are phonics. the sentences, that, uh, such as ooh or fa, you know, those kind of things. The phonics. Yeah, the phonics, basically. Uh, then they match those words with corresponding facial expressions that accompany each sound. Lastly, they create a 3D model of the lower half of the person's face using the target video. There is a range of potentially harmful applications for this technology, particularly at a time when Silicon Valley firms like Facebook and Google are already dealing with backlash over the spread of misinformation and fake news quote although methods for image and video manipulation are as old as media themselves the risks of abuse are heightened when applied to the mode of communication that is sometimes considered to be authoritative evidence of thoughts and intents the researchers wrote right in a blog post we acknowledge that bad actors might use this technology to falsify personal statements and slander prominent individuals They also suggest some remedies to mitigate the uh, negative impact of fake videos, including the use of appropriate labeling and watermarking, although those context cues can be removed or edited out. So what's the point? In the meantime, it's probably best to verify what you're looking at is a trustworthy source. Uh Oh, that beats everything right there. Yeah, check your sources. Do your research. You would think they would teach that in college or something, you know. I didn't even go to college. I learned that.
1: Yeah, they teach you to check your sources and cite your sources in high school.
0: I'm pretty sure I did in high school.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Don't worry about it. Check your sources. Or better yet, give it time and wait for someone else to figure it out. That's
1: that's, (laughs) that's what I do.
0: If I don't know what to think about something, I wait for Ben Shapiro's podcast. (laughs) What does Ben have to say? How should I think about this, Ben? (laughs) Help me, Ben. Help, help me, Ben. Like I said, there's a bunch of things I'd like Ben Shapiro to explain to me. Like MacArthur Park, that song MacArthur Park is like, dude, you got to explain that song to me.
1: I don't want to hear your deep, dark fantasies.
0: I just, Ben, tell me what MacArthur Park is about because I haven't tried to figure out that song for too long. <laughs> anyway.
1: What if he just whispers in your ear and says, Forty- nothing. No, he goes, 42. It is the answer to all questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'd feel cheated, though.
0: No, I don't know. I'd probably laugh if Ben told me that. I was like, okay, that's that's Ben's way of saying he doesn't know either.
1: Yeah, he, get, he gets it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so let's move on to this next one. Uh, Burger King lover's last wish stuns drive-thru workers as hearse rolls by for one final bacon cheeseburger. What? Yeah, a great-grandfather literally took his love of bacon double cheeseburgers to the grave. Um, customers at Burger King in Leeds, England, were surprised uh, when a hearse pulled into the restaurant's drive through The driver ordered a double bacon cheeseburger, which was then placed on top of the coffin in the back of the vehicle. Leonard Durkin died at the age of 71 after a long history of heart problems, SWNS <laughs> reports.
1: Oh, That's... I wonder where those
0: came from. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I kind of figured. I had like a little pause written here because <laughs> the first time I read it it was like that's where I laughed too. okay but before he passed his son he told his son that when the time came he would like his favorite snack to be placed on top of his coffin uh, Durkin reportedly would visit the Burger King after stopping by his wife's grave which was located nearby uh, his son Peter told SWNS dad had a brilliant sense of humor and before he died he said he wanted to do do this he'll be having a good laugh about this from up there <laughs> He would always go and get something to eat after visiting the cemetery uh, where Mom is. Every time we went to Burger King, he'd get a bacon double cheeseburger, so that so that was the one we got for him the day of his funeral. People on the street and inside the restaurant were nearly s- snapping their necks to get a look at us. Peter continued, they couldn't believe what they were seeing, but the lady who served us at the window just acted like it was business as usual, and she didn't even raise an eyebrow. She don't get a pain enough to care. <laughs> it's Burger King. You're right? <laughs> I don't care. you're driving a hearse. You want to? I don't. You want a I
1: cheeseburger? I get I, it.
0: I don't care. Uh, after stopping by the restaurant, Durkin's body was driven to a nearby crematorium where he and his friends and family gathered. After the funeral, Durkin's body was taken to uh, taken to be incinerated while Johnny Cash's ring of fire played. Nice. <laughs> I like this guy. Um, quote: I made a visit to Burger King a week before to let him know we'd be coming. The funeral director. It. Adrian Benson told SWNS I can't say anyone has ever requested to go through a drive-thru on the way to the service before it was a first for me we told the person serving us that the burger was for the man in the back but I think the joke was a bit lost on them
1: they're not paid enough to care dude right and they've already you warned them about your coming so they already knew that's true the shock value was gone exactly
0: they're not paid enough to care they're not it's like when horses, when people, they allow horses, to, evil horses, they allow those evil horses to ride up to a drive-thru and they serve. They don't care. No. I think it's only when you walk up they care.
1: Yeah, this is a drive-thru. Yeah. And besides, you have to jump a lot to get that sensor to trigger at the speaker.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Now, here's my question. Did they cremate the burger with him? I would hope so. Uh, that would make the most sense. That way, or when they be
0: sitting there saying, well, we can't just I can't just throw it away. Right. Fuck it, I'll eat it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get dad to come back and haunt your ass. Yeah, probably. It's like I'm
0: not touching dad's cheeseburger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. I was kind of hoping this cat was going to get buried and this burger was going to be placed on top of the casket and then, you know, buried with him. Mm-hmm. That way, if some jackass decided to go grave robbing like it was the 1700s or some shit, they were digging down. What the fuck is there a Burger King rapper here? See, Somebody beat us to this?
0: See, see I think this guy could have went further. He could have asked everybody who came to his funeral to bring a double, bacon double cheeseburger and just stuff his coffin with it.
1: Put it in the casket with yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> the poor pallbearers. It's like, I know, right? This,
0: this coffin smells so
1: good. <laughs> that is something you never hear a pallbearer say. This coffin smells so good. Oh, man. Oh, well. But if you were the pallbearer and you smelled nothing but bacon cheeseburgers coming out from that coffin, could you go eat a bacon cheeseburger afterwards? Oh, that's a good point. I think it'd be a while before you could have that that's bacon a good cheeseburger.
0: Point. It's like I'm vegetarian now. <laughs> I'm going vegan.
1: Grandma no. why I can't eat cheeseburgers no more. I had the heart disease, honey. I had to keep you off from do following my fate. Yeah, perhaps.
0: <laughs> anyway, funeral fun. <laughs> only, I mean, if you yes, ask me, there's right. only one way to do a funeral, and that's to do it fun.
1: Right, because you can't take life too seriously, because mm. you're never going to get out of it or alive. Or death, or
0: even death too seriously.
1: Yeah. You ran right over the fucking punchline. I, I got it. Yeah, but nobody else did because you ran right over it. Everyone's heard it. Not on this podcast. You want to do it again? No. I'm just pointing out your bad manners. I'm sorry. Thank you.
0: Bank robber strikes in Israel, threatening tellers with an avocado he claimed was a grenade. (laughs) Bank robber in Israel allegedly burglarized two banks last month. Two banks by threatening bank tellers with an avocado he claimed was a grenade. Uh, the thief, a 47-year-old man, stole almost $8,400 from two banks in Beersheba uh, with his avocado, which he painted black, um, and a misspelled handwritten note demanding money from the bank to tell her. Hand over the money in the drawer, the note read, according to the Times of Israel. Um, the man allegedly told the woman, put the money in the bag or I'll quickly throw this grenade. The robber was holding the edible grenade and got away with nearly $4,500. Uh, less than a week later, the man pulled the same stunt using the imposter grenade at another bank and successfully stole more than 3,300. Investigators were able to track the man's cell phone, identified him as a former convict who had previously served three years for robbery. Here's my question. Every single person in Israel has to serve in the military. Mm -hmm. Don't they know what grenades look like? You'd think so. I would think that there'd be, I'd hate to say this, but I'd think there'd be, you'd run into more grenades than avocados in Israel. Do you think that I'm wrong to assume that?
1: Uh, I do not know enough about the fauna, uh, the flora of Israel to know whether or not avocados Where do
0: avocados even grow? I'm I'm sure in that kind of
1: climate, right? Israel's more of a a desert, isn't it? I I know nothing about Israel.
0: I I haven't been there. I don't want to go there. No offense, Israel. This stuff's always people are shooting rockets and stuff into your territory. I don't get it. I'm sure they don't either.
1: Yeah, and I don't wanna get it. I don't want to get hit by it. But uh yeah, you're right. That you make up a good point. They should know what a grenade looks like. And here's a better question. Can he be charged with armed robbery if he was only had an avocado? That's a good question.
0: I guess if you I guess it's like sticking your finger in your pocket Make people think that you have a gun and you stick them up like that. If you, if it looks like you have a weapon, I think
1: that's still armed robbery. But you're not armed. Well, that's imp- right. impersonative robbery. All right, let me tell Pan- you. Uh, Pantomime armed robbery. All
0: right, let me put let me, oh, let, me let me let me pose the argument this way. <gasps> say um, say an undercover officer is in some chat room. And this is uh, pretending to be a little girl, fourteen-year-old girl, or something like that. And this guy sends her; me- has been sending her messages, a whole back and forth, back and forth. And finally, says, "Oh, can I get some pictures of you with naked or something like that?" And he sends them to you. Then they go and arrest him, right? Mm-hmm. The guy gets arrested, and he goes and shows up in court, and he says, uh, "You are charged with sol- sexually soliciting a minor." And like, How do you plead? It's like, "Well, I wasn't sexually soliciting a minor." I was sexually soliciting an undercover cop posing as a minor, so I should be let go because that's not a crime. So do you see what it's, see what I'm saying?
1: Okay, yeah, I follow your logic. All right, and I, I think if you if you make people believe that you
0: have a weapon, that that counts. I mean, you you can walk in with a bunch of ha- hot dogs strapped to your chest with a a, a key fob in your hand. It's, They're going to blow us all up unless you give me fifty thousand dollars. You know, if people think if they're too stupid to realize
1: those aren't those are only hot dogs, that's our robbery. See now, if it's just hot uh, just hot dogs, and they haven't been tampered with or like spray painted to look like sticks of dynamite or some shit, then I think it would be a gray area because I didn't. I just I got a weird fetish, man. I like strapping hot dogs to my chest, and they thought I had a bomb, and so they threw money at me. I I got a I, I like to fidget with things, and I was fidgeting with my avocado. I asked for money on this poorly written note, and they thought I was robbing a place. Would you imagine you'd be
0: making all sorts of stupid, elush- eluding puns? I'm,
1: I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to throw this at you. You're going to turn your head into guacamole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i could blow this whole place to guacamole. <laughs> oh, God. You don't want the pit on this thing to come
0: out. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. So... Uh, yeah, we got about nine minutes left, and I can we can traipse through these uh, next couple stories. And you know, I like to end it on po- more positive notes. And I yeah. actually found two po- positive, more positive stories. Awesome. Yeah, uh, a Texas police officer went beyond the call of duty last week after learning that a young boy walking alone in Austin, park in a Austin parking lot, was out "quote unquote" getting snacks for a younger sibling. Officer James Riley was on patrol in the Baker sector of Austin on June 3rd. Uh, when he was alerted to a young child who was reportedly walking alone in the parking lot. Uh, this is what Austin Police Department said on Monday. After approaching the boy, Riley learned that he, uh, that he went to the corner store alone because he was getting snacks for his younger sibling. Uh, police said that Riley drove the young boy home concerned for his safety. Uh, after arriving at the residence, Riley observed that the family appeared to be, quote, going through difficult financial times. And that's when uh, police said that he went to a popular Texas supermarket and purchased groceries for the family using his own money. He took it uh, He took it upon himself to go to H-E-B, Heb? I'm not, I've never been to Texas. I've I, flown through Texas. I don't know what that is either. Yeah, I guess it's like a supermarket. And bought a basket full of groceries and snacks uh, that the boys would be able to fix without turning on the stove. Um, this is what Austin Police said in a Facebook post. He also got some things that the parents would be able to cook for them. Raleigh also spoke to the chil- uh, spoke to the children in the home about safety and warned them about leaving, uh, leaving home without an adult. So that was nice.
1: It was very nice. You sir, are a good gym. The world needs more people like you.
0: Well That's what I mean. It's like people being a cop is all sorts of things.
1: Un, uh, unwritten part of this story A call An anonymous call From a police officer Is made to Child Protective Services <laughs> Yeah I, don't, I They're poor and all I get it But they're letting their Did they say how old This child was? Was it eight? Was it eight? They're letting their Eight year old you son Young boy Yeah. Something. Their eight year old son Running around unsupervised Running down to the store
0: Well that's what I mean If um If he went to the house And found it was just The kids there I'm sure he made a call Right Yeah So, but in the meantime, buy him some groceries. Yeah. Kid's hungry. Yeah.
1: Good on him, man.
0: Well, I mean, plus, I mean, it's got to be moving. It's like the kid went out and was like, for my younger kid, younger sister, you know, she's hungry. So Mm -hmm. you got to admire that, you know. Oh, yeah. Brother looking out for his sister. So hell, I'll look out for you guys.
1: Actually, I think he had a little brother because it mentioned you, as you were reading the article, you said the boys.
0: Right. You're right. That's cool. And I guess once again,
1: thank you, officer. You're a good man. Absolutely,
0: it's more more to being a policeman than being yelled at by sovereign citizens.
1: Or, or at least I'm assuming this is a a male officer. It's a male, yeah. Okay, yeah. Not to say that female officers can't do the same thing. I just that's the way that it was implied in the article.
0: Well, yeah. I don't. I closed the article, but I read his name. He John Riley or something like that. Is
1: that's it too? That's probably why yeah. I implied it was a male.
0: Yeah. I didn't remember you reading the name. Yeah. Um. So this is our our final article for the evening. Uh, Oklahoma teens rescue a 90-year-old woman from a house on fire. 90-year-old Oklahoma woman's life was saved by four neighborhood teens who rescued her from her burning home. Um, the heroic youngsters joined Ansley's Ear, uh, Earhart on Fox and Friends. See, I can't pronounce the name because I hate that program. Uh, they, on Fox and Friends Monday to recount the experience. Uh, Catherine Ritchie was in her bathroom uh, getting ready for bed last month when she noticed the bed's headboard was engulfed in flames. Uh, Richie said she tried to put out the fire by throwing blankets and pillows on the flames, but the smoke, smoke grew through so thick that she soon dis, she was soon disoriented in the home, in Sepulpa, where she had lived for 58 years. She called 911 and hit her emergency button, but she managed to get uh, only um only to the hallway before losing her way in the smoke again. That is when four boys, Dylan Wick, 16, Nick Bird, 14, Seth Bird, 16, and Wyatt Hall, 17, came to her aid. They were across the street when the fire broke out. Uh, Seth Bird said he ran into the, ran to the front door while his brother got in through the back door. Um, Hall ran to a neighbor's house uh, for help, and Wick called 911. Nick said he immediately heard Richie screaming for help when he got inside. Quote, I saw her at the end of the hallway, and I just picked her up and took her to Seth at the bottom of the porch steps, he recalled. Uh, none of the boys or Richie suffered any injuries while firefighters arrived soon after to extinguish the fire. It was a big adrenaline rush, like it was meant to be. We just reacted really good, said Wick. Yep, that's teenagers talking. Yep. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's funny because, you know, that's that's who they are. They're teenagers. We did good. We did we did it good, and we're trying to do good, and I think we did good today. You know, that's that's teenagers talking for you, but you know what? That's the human impulse right there. Okay. That's respect for your fellow man or man, woman, and everything you think is in between. So, um, and good on you guys.
1: Yeah, way to respond quick. Way to think about the other human beings. Well, in this delegate world.
0: action. You know, not four idiots running towards the same door at the same time, like a, <laughs> like, a like a, a Three Stooges episode. Ah! <laughs> yeah, they start they start smacking each other and making stupid noises. The poor woman burns upstairs. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, cuz there had to be a moment. It was like, "You go to the neighbors for help. You call 911. You back door. Me back, you know, the brother's probably taking charge, you know." Right. Or we're 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 the we're the 50% majority. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. So, I mean, that's just that's just America for you it's another reason why I love this country is that, you know, That old woman, she could have been yelling, you kids keep the music down the night before or something like that. And they probably would have done, you know, done the same thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's just the kind of people that are in this nation. You know, you watch a lot of the news. You you look around on social media. You could begin to. It's very easy to begin to think that that's the way the world is or America is. And it's not. America is cops that buy kids groceries. America is four teenage boys that will save a woman from a fire. You know, there are tons and tons of good people out here that don't do anything to offend anybody. You know, I am probably one of the most, you know, offensive like uh, conservatives in the area. You know, I'm as I'm as uh, offensive and in your face as conservatives get. Other conservatives look at me and they say, can't you tone it down? <laughs> you know, and yeah, you're right. But, you know. Do you have to curse so much? You know, I mean, these are the kind of people they are. You know? I appreciate what you're doing, but, geez, you have to you have to say the F word so much. Fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, be sure to follow us on, um, yeah, subscribe if you haven't already. What are we doing?
1: We're doing, we doing the Shock Monkey Radio. This is Shock
0: Monkey Radio. Hopefully you've already subscribed. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, who like this kind of stuff. Find uh, us
1: on your favorite podcatcher. Yeah,
0: pod yeah if I, uh, your favorite podcatcher. I use CastBox. I think we're on uh, A- Apple Podcasts.
1: Apple Podcasts. We're on uh, Google Podcasts. Yeah. We're on... Uh, uh, yeah. There was another one I just tried the other day that was really good, and I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. But yeah. we're on most of them. Yeah. We're uh, out there. Absolutely. We're out there, and we are out there. We're and, we're like herpes. Most places have us.
0: And we're usually breaking out. And so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, Hill Hippie's on YouTube, search Hill Hippie. I'm on YouTube, search the Madman, lowercase. Hill Hippie's got his Otherland Dreams coming on at what time? 10.30. Uh, 1030. 10.30 tonight. the Otherland Dreams.
1: Well, we'll be talking about squirrels and nuts.
0: And it's not in a funny way. Yes, it actually is. I'm sure it will be. I'm just, you can't talk about those two topics and not be funny.
1: Well, squirrels... Especially
0: uh, if you're in the room. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially if you're in the room... <laughs> I mean, he comes up, he's like, I'm a hill hippie, I'm totally chill and stuff like that, but
1: I still make crude jokes and shit. Because it's funny. Because it is funny. Absolutely. I'm like, uh, what is his name? Uh, Eddie Murphy and Raw. Yeah. I I watched that shit when I was a kid, and it's great. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Um, I'm the madman, and I love you. I'm the
1: hill hippie, and I'm wishing you all peace and love. All righty.
0: Bye.